Hi, this is Margie Geiler-Alanese. This week on Shining Bright, we're keeping the party going. We're talking about the really big way that National FFA is celebrating 50 years of women through a touching video that brings to life the grit and the grace of women in ag through the words of country artist Tennille Towns. And then we'll hear from Molly Ball, president of the National FFA Foundation on Shining Bright by Farmer, Saturday at noon and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Rural Radio 147 and the Sirius XM app. Welcome to Shining Bright, the Farmer radio show all about women doing great things. Women who are making the ordinary extraordinary. Women following their passion, taking action, and making a difference for themselves and others. Join me, Margie, as your host on Shining Bright by Farmer. Welcome to what I am just going to say is a very special Shining Bright. Something really cool happened at the end of 2019. So let me take you back a little bit before that. First, it was a commercial. And then it was a dream that sparked my passion. It was February of 2013, and I had just quit my job. The only job that I had worked towards for the last 11 years. The Super Bowl was on that weekend. There I was sitting in my basement watching the game, wondering what in the heck I had just done, leaving my career of over a decade. And then the commercial came on. It was set to a speech by Paul Harvey called God Made a Farmer, and I loved it. It reminded me of my grandpa and of the landscape of Iowa that I love so much. It was a Ram truck commercial. And it was absolutely beautiful. And it showed agriculture in a magnificent light. But there were just a few women included. See, at that time, you didn't just see the women pictured anywhere in agriculture. But today, they make up 36% of the industry. Shortly after that, I woke up in the middle of the night with an idea that I could do something to show more of the women who are part of agriculture. And I set out with my camera to do just that. Fast forward nearly seven years, and here I am working towards that dream still. It's grown and it's changed. I added merchandise, photography exhibits, events, a TV show, a podcast, a radio show, and I've seen hundreds of women on the other side of my camera who can now see themselves in a different light as well. In December of last year, a call came through, and it's one I'm so glad I answered. Country artist Tennille Towns had teamed up with the National FFA and Ram Trucks on a tribute to women in agriculture, celebrating 50 years of women in FFA. Yes, 50 years. Yay. You've heard us talking about it. We're going to keep talking about it throughout this year. She had written a song celebrating the same women that have graced the other side of my camera lens. See, I had the images of the women that she wrote about in her beautiful words. The daughters, the mothers, the sisters, the wives, the grandmothers, the cousins, friends, neighbors, all of them, they've all been on the other side of my lens. Once the connection was made, I took a few more pictures that week to make sure that we really showed off the young women who are in FFA today. I spent a morning with Des Moines FFA, and then I also visited a few other young women, Ella Moss and the Peon sisters, who had taken the time to attend our Grow by Farm Her event in Iowa last fall. So I followed along as they fed cattle and cared for their sheep, 
goats, pigs, chickens. I also visited Melissa Eshelman and got to follow along as she went out and fed cattle and uh, gave them mineral and took care of all the animals on her farm. I watched as they interacted with their families and their friends, and yet again, I was reminded that farmers are the culture of agriculture. In the coming weeks, I traveled to Nashville, where I was able to document the recording of her song and music video, which, by the way, featured all women musicians, a feat that rarely, if ever, happens in Nashville. This was a group of extremely talented women who came together to lift up and celebrate other women. I am so honored to be a part of this project. Coming together to celebrate women through our different talents was so cool. Tenille Towns used her creativity and artistry to celebrate and lift up the same women that I do. These are women who are worth sharing, worth celebrating. They are just like you. They are just like me. They're the wives, mothers, sisters, and daughters. They're everything. And they're brought together by one mission, to nurture in their families, their communities, grow food, raise animals, and love the land. So ladies, what I'm telling you is to dream big and dream often because when something lights your fire, you need to run after it with all that you have. And I promise you that those dreams will come true. It might be a different version of those dreams than you have in the beginning, but here's the deal. When you have that passion, when you have that fire, when you feel that spark, take advantage of it because this isn't something that just lands in our lap all of the time. Run after it. Here's to you. Here's the women who feed the world. So with this upcoming episode, we are celebrating 50 years of women in FFA. That was a cut from a blog post. You can find more at farmher.com all about this dream big dream often and where I'm going to take you now is somewhere so cool we're going to go to Nashville and I'm going to sit down in the studio with Tennille Towns on the day that she got to record this amazing song and then you're going to hear the song and then you're going to hear from Molly Ball who's in leadership at FFA this is a cool episode you can't miss this so stay tuned here on Shining Bright possible to capture the accomplishments of 50 years of women in the FFA organization, but country music artist Tennille Towns has done just that with her new song. So I have to ask you, uh, first off, what does it feel like to be part of such a monumental um, date in this organization, to be able to write a song to commemorate this? It is truly an honor. I feel like when I heard about this project and sat down to like pick up a guitar and start writing out these songs. It was like I was imagining 50 years of legacy that all of these women have just been a part of building through the generations. And I think um, what an amazing thing to celebrate. I'm really just so excited and really grateful to get to be a part of this. And I can tell you that these women are going to be so honored because you really did capture like who they are in the words of the song. The first time I, I heard it, 
I could just see so many of the women that I've met along mm. the last few years. I mean, I could see their faces and I could see them interacting with their mothers and I could mm. see them working in the field till dark, you know, what, whatever that is, that grit, that grace, like, mm -hmm. you nailed it. Well, thank you. That yeah. means a lot coming from you. Yeah. I love the lens that you see all of that through. So thank that's you. really cool. Thank Thanks. you. Well, it, I know it's going to be a, a hit amongst them and it does capture their heart and soul. So capturing the voice of these women and who they are through country music, tell me a little bit about what that means to you, because uh, take rural America and mm -hmm. country music and slam them together. It makes perfect sense, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, it makes sense from wherever you're from in the sense of feeling that connection to home and that sort of anchor of who you are, I think, comes from what you're raised with and surrounded by. I know growing up for me, it's like driving that gravel road to get to the house that I grew up in. And there's there's just a feeling where it's like, okay, this is... This is home. This is where I learned the shape of who I am and where I felt the influence of the people around me in such a pivotal time of growing up. And, you know, I think it, for me, I feel so grateful to have had such really strong women in my life that I looked up to. I mean, my mom and my grandmother are just like, for, my great grandmother, they're forces to be reckoned with. They are just super passionate, determined, dedicated heroes to me and supported by, you know, men and, you know, men and women in, in our community. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I think of, or that's what I tried to channel, I think, kind of going through writing this song is what does this mean in, in my experience of, of growing up, looking up to those kind of role models? Well, I feel like I went home with you in the song. So, Thanks. So well, good. Great job. I, um, you know, I'm a big believer of if you can see it, you can do it, you know, and, and so young women who are in the FFA organization today, they do look up so much to their mothers and their grandmothers and their community members. And so it, it's such a powerful thing to have someone to pattern yourself off of. And I know you just talked about your grandmother and your mother. Um, was there somebody in your life as well who, you know, really like you have followed in their footsteps, you feel like, as far as like who you are and, and how you like navigate life? Yeah, I mean, very much my family to me and my mom and my grandmother, great-grandmother. I mean, I guess it kind of is in the blood in that <laughs> sense. It's like, it's sort of inevitable that you you kind of adapt characters from that and, and to, I guess, look up to the pursuit of of where they're headed and and also to find your own way in that. You know, it's like to be able to know that you have a voice just like they have a voice. And maybe it's different or maybe it's, you know, kind of reflective of it a little bit. But I think when you have the belief of people around you who will support you, whether you fly or fall, it's like you're going to go for it. Yeah. And I'm, I had the, the great pleasure of getting to hang out with um, some of the, the kids from FFA and Specifically, I think some of the girls that I was talking to is just like what confident powerhouses like you can feel that they're they, they have that sense of community and belief and um, and I, I love seeing that in them. They are some of the best kids. I always mm -hmm. say like if you know an FFA kid because they do <laughs> have that poise and they mm -hmm. they are confident and it's such a great organization. I know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Today was a unique situation in recording the song. 
because this studio was filled with women. And yes. in my understanding, that is not a normal thing um, for no. a song to be all women artists on the song. So um, tell me a little bit about your thoughts around that because it was a, a very unique thing and I loved it. These women rocked it today. They really did. Yeah. It, we were, yeah. it was such a fun, fun experience kind of bringing this together and um, I really was just blown away by everybody and it's true, it's not very common. I woke up this morning and it's like, first of all, it doesn't ever feel really like work to come and just like right. play music and jam some songs, but it's like, okay, we're waking up to go do this today and I'm gonna get to be surrounded by this sisterhood and army of just incredibly talented women. And yeah. it's, it is unique and I, I loved getting to sort of feel that spirit in the room today from everybody with our amazing producer and our incredible engineer and everybody working, you know, behind the scenes in all of this is got that sort of touch, I guess. And that, um, I think it's really special to see everybody to come in together. And also it was great conversation and talking about where the song came from and sort of that element of home. It's like, I think we're all so much more alike than we realize sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we all come from small towns and we're talking about our grandmothers and you know, how they were farmers and yeah. people that, you know, I think set the trend generationally for us to be able to be like, those are the kind of footsteps that we want to follow. And I think bringing everybody together in the room today was very a clear culmination of that. Yeah. I always say being a farmer is a state of mind, right? Like mm. it's, there is some piece of that in all of us because it, it's there somewhere in most people's history. And I talked to so many people today, like you said, who, uh, wanted to tell me the story of their mother or their mm -hmm. grandmother or somebody that they know and and they're out there and they're just awesome, awesome yeah. amazing people. Did you draw from any personal experiences in writing this song? Because the words are just so heartfelt. I mean, from the get-go, I absolutely loved where it took me. Like I said, I could just picture so many people, but um, tell me a little bit about your experience and how that played into the, the song. Yeah, thanks for asking. I mean, I really did try to sort of put myself in in the shoes of trying to capture the spirit of the song the best way I could as a storyteller. But also, I think that means channeling personal truth. And for me, it was like I was back in, in the vehicle that I was driving down the gravel road to my house that I grew up in. It's like we're surrounded by canola fields and there's such a bright yellow golden feeling to it. And it's like the sky has this way of just wrapping its arms around you and you feel like you could do anything in the world that you put your mind to, why couldn't you in all of the space and possibility? And um, also to be surrounded by the community that I was growing up. That it's, it's the kind of town where everybody's looking out for one another and you know supporting different fundraisers or events or just getting people together to have dinner and you know be there for each other, cheering on the home team. It's like just the stuff that I grew up with. So tried to keep little pockets of that throughout the song. Well, like I said, I felt it. I, um, I, I love it. It does take you home. And I think that you are a testament to you, having those people around you, that small town holding you up, that you can go do whatever you want. Because look at you here today, right? Well, thank you. I'm so grateful to be here.
I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. I have to tell you, uh, you know, getting to be a part of this song and this video, um, even though it was kind of like this roundabout way that, you know, they happened to find uh, me and it was already in the works. It was already underway, but it turns out that I had the pictures of, like I said, the women who were such um, an inspiration to Tennille as she wrote the song. And so sitting down with her and hearing a little bit about her inspiration was awesome. And, and here's what I want to tell you guys. I got to go to Nashville. I got to go into this recording studio and I was literally like a fly on the wall and it was such a neat experience. So very different from anything I've ever done. And it was just me and my camera and I stayed on the outer edges of the wall and was very quiet. And I made sure that I captured that day in photos as well. And getting to see uh, not just Tennille, but all of the women was an amazing experience. These are true artists. And what you hear in this song is exactly what I heard on the inside of the recording studio that day. These women are amazing at what they do and that they all came together to lift up women in agriculture and the women who have been a part of FFA over the last 50 years and the ones who are going to be looking forward was an amazing experience. So without further ado, here is In My Blood. I'm a lover of the stars, I feel at home under the sky. Watch the sun rise and it makes me feel alive.
Yes, this is me clapping. I can't tell you. I've listened to this song, I don't know how many times now, and it is in my brain. It is there when I wake up. It's there when I go to bed. I'm humming it as I walk around the house uh, in the middle of the day when I'm working. And it just speaks to me so well. I absolutely love it. And, you know, from the very beginning, when I heard the song, I could close my eyes and I could see the women. I could picture, you know, Melissa Eshelman. I could picture uh, Jamie Harden. I could picture so many of the women who've been on the other side of my camera because these words describe them so well. And so uh, if you are not familiar with Tennille Towns, now is the time. You are familiar with her now uh, from here. So a few other things that you can go do. This isn't just the song that you heard here. This is a video and the video is where our pictures are and you get to see inside the studio on the day that she and all these other women recorded the song. And it's awesome, you guys. So you got to go over to her YouTube channel to check it out. Tennille Towns, T-N-I-L-L-E, T-O-W-N-E-S is how you spell her name. You can find her on YouTube. It's super easy. You're going to see it. It's the In My Blood video. So go watch that. that that's number one right there. But um, she was at the National FFA convention last year and connected with, you're going to see it in that video. She connected with a lot of young women who really look up to her. And after hearing her story, I have to say, um, it makes me look up to her even more. You know, she has, been, this has been a lifelong journey for her, a lifelong journey. And she is from uh, way up north in Canada and made her way all the way down to Nashville. And she's been uh, working really hard to get to this point for many years. And she is an absolute treasure. She is such a great artist. I mean, her, her voice is exactly what you just heard. It is amazing and wonderful and so fun to get to watch her through her creative process there that day. Uh, and so she has joined forces with Ram to commemorate the anniversary of 50 years of women in FFA. And she wrote, recorded, and also filmed the music video for the song, um, which again, you can see over on YouTube because it's absolutely absolutely cool. And so uh, here's to Ram Trucks. Also, they have supported FFA since 1953 with almost seven and a half million dollars in funding for scholarships, programs, competitions, teacher recruitment, all the things that make all of the FFA students uh, and FFA kids world go round. Ram Trucks has been supporting that since the beginning. And I have to say, that makes me really proud that we have one parked out in our garage too. We rely on ours every day. And uh, so this was a really cool project. And, you know, to bring things full circle, I started Farm Her because of a Ram Truck commercial. It spoke to me so much. It filled like my brain with ideas and passion and excitement. And I loved that commercial. And that's really, really what gave me that push to go forward with what I've done with Farm Her over the last seven years. So, hey, thanks, Ram, for including us in this. But but really, I mean, you know, for giving us inspiration in such beautiful music and important words and beautiful imagery to go along with that. And of course, FFA, we can't forget National FFA, 50 years of women in this organization. So coming up next, we're going to talk to Molly Ball at in the National FFA organization and hear about her why and her how. So stick with us.
Welcome back to Shining Bright. So in a continuing, we're just going to keep celebrating FFA yeah. week, I think, in the in the ongoing it's realm of this year, year, right? So yeah. I think it's a solid theme to carry out. It is. It is. 50 years of women in this organization. And we are celebrating it all year. We have these Courage is Contagious shirts yep. that all the proceeds go to National FFA. So if you haven't gotten yours yet... Um, you can head over to our website at farmher.com and get one, of course. But here on the phone, we are talking to Molly Ball, who is the president of the National FFA Foundation and the chief marketing chief marketing officer for the organization. Molly, welcome to Shining Bright. Thank you. Thanks for having me during this week. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are so happy that you're on. Um, what what a cool organization FFA is. We've been talking to young women over the last few weeks, and uh, I, I've been talking to a lot of young women over the last few months, really. And actually, not even that all the time. All the time. We always talk uh-huh. to young women who <laughs> this is a, a, a young women and women of all ages, like Aaron sitting here in the room, who FFA has been a major part of their lives too. So it's a, a fun discussion to have. So Molly, yeah. can you tell us, let, let's start by having you introduce yourself a little bit to our audience. Yeah. What is your background? Uh, did, did you grow up on a farm? Do, do you have experience in agriculture? I did. I did. So small farm in Vicksburg, Michigan. My dad actually worked full time for when it was Upjohn Company. He was an electrician for the Upjohn Company. And then we had just a small, um, you know, hobby farm. So mm-hmm. when he come home at night, we'd load up in the tractor and we'd bale hay or we, um, you know, push grain. And I remember as a little girl standing in a, um, grain, um, um, uh, gravity flow, pushing soybeans down so my dad could put them in the bin. Um, you know, and I probably, probably wasn't the safest thing in the world, but there I was. Um, but then we really got into livestock and horses and, um, you know, I, in, in part of, I was an FFA, um, my chap, my hometown has an FFA chapter still today. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was able to be a part of that. And my supervised agricultural experience was around my horses and, yeah. um, growing, um, growing hay for them, different kinds of hay, that sort of thing to, to measure their performance. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a kind of a idyllic life there in, in Southwest Michigan and, um, was just really blessed to, to be mm-hmm. part of, of ag in a very small way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I always say, no matter what way you're involved, like every, yeah. everyone's got a little bit di- different <laughs> yeah. story, right? And how long you've been involved or how big or small the farm was, it, it all matters. And yeah. it all builds to, uh, you know, like the agriculture culture, culture. that we have. Um, so you spent some time in FFA. Where did you go from there? Can you tell us a little bit about your path uh, to your to your role at FFA now? Sure. So, you know, like everybody's, I, I always tell young women, like, just let your path, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to zigzag around and just let it go, right? right. Don't try to control where you're going to be, where you're going to go, because <laughs> these opportunities just come in front of you and just take them. Yeah. Um, so I, um, I graduated from Michigan State University. And I was an intern while I was at Michigan State for a national convention in the newsroom. And at the time, um, my the lead of the newsroom was Bill Stagg. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, he actually, you know, um, if anybody, listeners out there, remember Bill, um, he would interview you without you knowing you were being interviewed. <laughs> and so um, I got a call that spring after I graduated to see if I'd come interview for National FFA. It was when... 
we were going to move to when the center was moving from uh, Alexandria, Virginia to oh, Indianapolis. Yeah. And so um, luckily I was hired. And so I was part of that move in 1998 and also the move of the convention next year, the next year from Kansas City to Louisville. So that was very interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember those years. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and I yeah. was on the community communication staff and actually was in media relations at the time. And that was, um, it was a lot of fun for a 22 year old to be in the mix of those media times of, uh, closing a door in Kansas city and opening it in, uh, Louisville. So I was at FFA and then, um, you know, wanted to get back to Michigan and, um, went to work for the Michigan farm bureau Mm -hmm. for a few years. And then I left there. I didn't really leave there. They housed the Michigan FFA Foundation mm. in the Farm Bureau. Yeah. And so um, was lucky enough to be able to take that role within the Farm Bureau um, to be the executive director of the Michigan FFA Foundation. Um, uh, was successful at that. Moved back down to Indianapolis to start the individual giving program. Um, and it was at a time when we always knew that we needed to collect data on our alumni, but really didn't know quite how as a nonprofit organization. And so, you know, I, I had to, it was kind of a crossroads in my life for those young ladies. I think I was maybe 25, 26. And I was like, where, where's my next, right? And so my next was in fundraising. I wanted to be in fundraiser. And so um, a good friend of mine here said in Indianapolis, um, you need to cut your teeth in higher education if you want to fundraise. I went to Kalamazoo College and cut my teeth at higher and higher education. Long story short, was in higher ed development for about 10 years. Got a call one day that this position was open at National FFA. And my two loves of um, fundraising and, and FFA came together and we moved here to Indianapolis six years ago now. Yeah, that is a windy journey. Yeah. And, uh, you, <laughs> you know, I feel like this winding journey, we've talked about it a lot. And yeah. I, I wish that I would have known that. I'm glad we talk about it a lot because I wish I would have looked at it that way when I was 20, yeah. 19. Um, but I feel like just in the last few years, I've realized that that's exactly what has happened. <laughs> and there's no, there's really no way around no. it, I think, for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. m- maybe there is. But, you know, I think, Molly, that brings me to to my next question about you. So you obviously made a lot of decisions. You you had a lot of decision points, right? Where an opportunity presented itself. And I think this is something that a lot of um, young women that we have met through our events struggle with, right? Like we've got these big decisions in front of us. Can you tell us a little bit about how you, how you decided like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's change our lives and let's move to another state and, you know, move to a whole different position um, and take that risk really. Um, Well, you know, I, you know, you don't make these decisions in a vacuum by yourself. So um, I have a very supportive husband that has always been, you know, there to say, let's just do it. Let's go, you know, let's (laughs) Mm -hmm. try it. Let's do this. Um, You know, and, and with fundraising comes a lot of travel and that sort of thing. And he, it's funny because especially in, in, in ag, as women know, or in higher education, mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, young ladies that don't, you know, when they travel and they have young children, people ask you and you guys, Aaron, and oh, Martin, yeah. you know this. I know what so you're going to say. Do you, how do you do that? How do you do it? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so he kind of raises his hand and says, um, Mm-hmm. I'm here, yeah. <laughs> you yep. know, I'm 50% of this. So, um, you know, so he's taken on a big role. And so, you know, but when we moved here to Indianapolis, he said, I, I think I'm done. Um, 
you know, and I, this is whenever I see you talk about your children and you talk about FFA, I see this huge glow in your eyes. So this is your dream job. Let's go. And I'm going to grow my business there. So it's just, you know, it's worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's the beauty of it, right? Like you're a person that has uh, taken a lot of the right steps, gotten the right education, uh, you know, and has a good support system. And those things all, I think, build to allow us to land on our feet when we need to. And, and these things tend to work out. So that's cool to hear. Okay. We have more coming up in the next segment. We're going to talk a little more, a little bit more with Molly about FFA and FFA week and the celebration of 50 years of women in this wonderful organization. So hang with us here on Shining Bright. We will be right back. Welcome back to Shining Bright. So I don't even have to remind you all of what we've been talking about. It's, uh, you know, wrapping up FFA week and also the celebration that uh, we decided at least for sure is going to go on for the rest of the year, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> uh, and carried on through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 50 years of women in this organization. So Molly, uh, tell me a little bit about how FFA has looked at or is looking at the celebration of, of 50 years of women in this organization. And and in those 50 years, obviously women have risen to, to great lengths and done amazing things. You are one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's paved the way for so many young women. So tell me a little bit about what's going on at FFA in celebration of that. Yeah, so last year we kicked it off at the National Convention and celebrated, you know, we we showcased some um, women that have done wonderful things in agricultural education, Macy Baker being one of them, and she was the first um, vocational teacher um, educator who was uh, the board president, um, you know, the first female um, National FFA board member. So we've done a lot of things at the national convention. We are highlighting women throughout the um, the year in our New Horizons, and whenever we can, um, you know, we have three young ladies as national officers this year, yeah. and they take the story their story out um, as much as they can. Yeah. You know, I think mm-hmm. National FFA Week is a perfect time to celebrate uh, women in FFA and women in agriculture because um, you know we've got. We've got these young women who are doing extraordinary things. I think this this month we actually featured in our magazine an all uh, women um, uh, officer team, and so you know these girls are just so excited to be part of um, you know everything they can in the food and agriculture industry, and we're trying to show them there are opportunities out there that are far reaching for them that you can have everything you want. You can have your family. You can have a farm. Mm-hmm. You can. You can be an industry. Um, you can be a volunteer, and don't don't you know? Don't let your gender stop you. And so, and these girls are just tackling things that are unbelievable. It's just some of the things in the agri-science fair that they're doing as freshmen in high school, um, figuring out solutions for the future of agriculture. Amazing. So. 
super excited about celebrating that this year. Oh, yeah. And um, I had the luck, I guess I'll call it, of getting to be engaged in this project with the country music artist Neil Towns. And so tell me a little bit about your, I guess, reaction and, and your feeling about the song <laughs> that she wrote and recorded, because I know what my reaction is, but I want to hear yours. Yeah. yeah. So I heard the song first. And it was, um, it, you know, it's one of those things that makes your heart skip a beat. Yeah. But then I saw the video and I, um, Margie, I just cried, you know, I just <laughs> yeah. was like overwhelmed yeah. with pride, mm-hmm. overwhelmed with just, you know, look at what these girls can accomplish and do out there that, you know, I still find in industry sometimes that I'm the only woman in the room. Oh yeah. Um, we have conversations about this constantly about, women and leadership and companies and how do they get there? And one of the biggest things that I've had conversations about is that they think women think they're going to fail if they don't take an opportunity within the company. Um, They they feel like they're going to fail either at home or at work. Mm -hmm. And we've got to help these young women understand that you're not going to, it's not going to be balanced. Right. Never. It's never going to be balanced. (laughs) You're never going to fail. It is. It's possible. Yeah, it is possible. And, and women like you, I mean, I, I, uh, through from her, you know, it's always been my my thought and my deep seated feeling that if you can see it, you can do it. And so through women like you, you're showing them like I can do it. Mm-hmm. I can juggle all these. I might drop one here or there, yep. but that doesn't mean failing. And that's again why you have your education and your support system and yes. and all the pieces around you, you know, to to go do what you know you can do. And and so that's pretty cool. And and it's true there. I, I was a woman in, in the industry. I guess I technically still am. I'm not yeah. even sure yeah. where I belong, where I fit right now. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I worked for a little over a decade in corporate agriculture. And and at that point, I, I was the only woman in the room a lot of the times too. And and while that can feel uncomfortable, um, you know, if, if you're in the right place and doing the right thing, I think that, um, you know, that's a, a road worth staying on, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So the song, like I, I can't get it out of my head. You mentioned that (laughs) you heard it first and I did too. And, and, you know, we, we worked with them and um, I was able to photograph some more women that were specifically some young women to, uh, you know, get that FFA uh, uh, visuals in there even a little bit more because it, it is so important, but um, gosh, I just can't get it out of my head either. I kept myself singing it. Like, yeah. you know, wherever I am. So such a cool it's project. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's, it's moving. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very moving. I can't mm-hmm. wait for people to see the video. And Same. Oh yeah. Just, I love your, the faces of the girls you took the photos and, <laughs> yeah. and, um, just the, the, it's a very deep and how the video is made Ugh. and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the all, all women engineers right. and all women bands. And, right. It goes deep um, you know, all the way it's through. So cool. It's mm-hmm. very deep. It's very mm-hmm. deep. So, I hope people enjoy it too. And Tanil's yeah. just been wonderful to FFA. Yeah. Um, some of the, what I cried about too was her embracing these young ladies I at the know. national yeah. in the video. And <laughs> these know. young girls are just crying because they get to see her. And it's like so mm-hmm. emotional because a lot of these kids don't get that opportunity. They don't even get to leave their county sometimes. Right. Uh-huh. And right. so for uh-huh. us to have, you know, a this super experience at the for her. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. So hopefully those girls take something from what she's doing and blazing her path in the music industry. Gosh, and she is. I mean, she she's she's got a story already, right? And she's oh, got a long yeah, way left to sure. go. I know she does. She's she's amazing. And, you know, to get to I, I I literally was like I was like a Margie on the wall. I was like a fly on the yeah. wall when Which they were a recording. Whole role for you, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. To, I, yeah. I got to behind take, the camera. Yeah, take photos <laughs> and stay behind the camera uh, when they were recording that song and and. And she's just as genuine and as wonderful as she appears to be. You know, she, she's a cool, a cool young woman. And I'm excited to see where she goes and, and proud that she did this for mm-hmm. the women of agriculture, for sure. OK, so, Molly, what mm-hmm. would you want to say to the women who came before you who helped pave the path for you? Oh, gosh, you know, we still I, you know, there's so much opportunity out there that I, you know, I'm not even going to be able to embrace, you know, at my age, but I remember, you know, in FFA, especially FFA and agriculture education, the Nancy Trivet, the Karen Hutchison's, the Belinda mm-hmm. Chasen's, all of those women that I looked up to when I was in my twenties here for the first time thinking, I want to do that someday. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be them someday on a board or something like that. But, you know, I just think that there's, you know, just so just take advantage of anything that comes in front of you. And I know the women that are in FFA will, I don't even have a question about that because, you know, they're, they're going to be offered opportunities that are tremendous. And the questions, especially in ag until we turn a corner, like how are you going to do it with young children, mm-hmm. you know, or the, you'll question yourself. And so you just have to do a lot of reflection and like you said, Merge, you know, if you dream it, you can do it mm-hmm. and it'll all work out, right? It's somehow it all works out. It, um, it does. You know, sometimes yeah. a baby's sick and you yeah. can't make it to work and that's okay. And I've been really mm-hmm. blessed with, you know, male leaders and male role models mm-hmm. that have understood that she does have a family, but she does really well in her work yes. and her job. Yeah. And, you know, she's got to go to the dance recital. She's got to take the daughter to the dance. Mm-hmm. But you know what? She's still going to have her own. She's still going to work. Yeah. And I think it's not a mo- the amount of time you work. It's what you invest during the day and when you're there, uh-huh. right? I and believe so, I believe that too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I think that's where, you know, sometimes I think we get caught, especially in ag. That's yeah. the hardest thing because you are taught to work really hard. Yeah. And yeah. a really long hour. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Molly, thank you for being uh, such a shining star for young women in this industry and for sharing your story with us here on Shining Bright. This is Margie Geiler Alanis. Next week on Shining Bright, we're getting social. We'll cover why you need to think about sharing your story and then dig into the how. Learn a little bit about the purpose and use of a variety of social platforms and get some tips on cutting through the clutter and building your own brand with marketing expert Jody Olean on Shining Bright by Farmher. are back wrapping it up here on Shining Bright. And I hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as I have. I mean, this has been months in the making. We started, gosh, like 
probably close to a year ago talking about this anniversary of 50 years of women in this organization. And I would like to point out that without all of the women who have paved the way and the men who helped pave the way for them to be in this organization, that it wouldn't be anything like it is today. I mean, we have women doing all different types of things in all different leadership positions. You heard Molly, uh, you know, you've heard the story of Aaron. You've heard the story of so many other FFA uh, people, women, farmers who've been a part of FFA and have carried it through in uh, their lives, right? Like you go back to our last week's episode. We have had women on throughout who this has just permeated their life. It has defined their path. It is such a cool organization and one that I think is really, really important for kids and uh, women, especially young women. And so, um, you know, we started talking about this like a year ago. And and here's the point where I want to remind you about something that we did to team up with National FFA to celebrate this year. We have some shirts there. Uh, Courage is contagious is what they say on those shirts. And that's something I believe. It's something that spreads. It's something that I see and I hear in the voices and in the stories of the women that I meet. And courage really is contagious, right? Whether you spread it to someone else or you spread it to yourself through what you do, you know, you gain confidence when you put yourself out there and you try one thing and it works and then you try another thing and then it works and then it it really is contagious, whether it's within you or within your community. And it, it's so very important. So we have these shirts, Courage is Contagious. And they are available on our website and all of the net proceeds for those go right back to National FFA. So we are in the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars now of a donation that's going to go back to National FFA, which I am so excited for. Uh, But we started selling those right around convention in 2019. And uh, the big push will continue all the way through this year. And you can donate your money to FFA in that way and support Farm Her and spread the message of something that you feel proud of, that you uh, feel important to be a part of, whether that's Farm Her, whether that's FFA, whether that's both of those. But again, all of the net proceeds from uh, that sweatshirt and that t-shirt that you can find on our website. So you just go to farmher.com, you click the shop tab, there's an FFA uh, section in there and you can see those shirts and you can get one, you can get 10, you can get 20, you can give them to every woman you know if you want and do whatever you want. But Here's the deal. It supports FFA, which is really important to us. So um, with that, you know, it has been such a cool thing to be a part of, you know, so enjoyable to get to share the stories and lift up the women who have been a part of this organization to be able to give back to. And, you know, even all the way back to you know, when this, uh, when this video and this song opportunity came up, getting the chance to, to think about like, who in my community could I go photograph that's going to help further this message? You know, we need some more young women maybe in my photos. And, you know, it was really fun to get to connect with a few young women who have taken the time. Here's the point. They took the time out of their lives. They took the initiative to come to one of our From Her events. So whether that's our event or someone else's event, you know, it takes a lot to put yourself out there. And they did that. And so that's how I found them. They bubbled up to the top and they both immediately welcomed me to uh, their farms to see a little bit of their lives, to meet their family, to uh, let me put them on the other side of the camera. And that was a joy and an experience of itself. And I'm so proud to have some local people uh, 
appear in this video too, because it is an honor. It's an honor to be included. It was a neat thing to be a part of, but let's not forget what it celebrates, right? It's it's the grit and the grace of the women who appear on the other side of my camera, the women who work so hard every day to grow food, to raise livestock, to you know feed their families, their communities, or maybe the whole wide world. It's the women that we get to celebrate and the women that Tennille Towns wrote about in her absolutely beautiful words and her song in my blood. I'm just so honored to get to be a part of it. And I'm honored for all of you out there as well, because she wrote about you. She wrote about you. Like you have a song about you. So with that, I'm going to remind you that you can go to Tennille Towns YouTube page and you can see the video for In My Blood. You can watch it. You can take yourself into that studio for that day when we recorded it. See all those awesome women who are musicians who are playing on it as well. See the pictures, the farm hair pictures. You won't regret it. So again, head on over to YouTube and check that out. Thank you for joining us on this very special Shining Bright. You've been listening to Shining Bright by Farm Hair. Be sure to listen Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM's Rural Radio 147 and the SiriusXM app. And now, go shine bright.